Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and I'm so happy to have you join me once again with my guest this week, Mike DiMatteo, who's been on the show for the past couple of months, once a month, and welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks. Glad to be here. I'm glad always. to have you. Yes, yes. So um, in, in preparing for the show, you know, Mike and I talked before, and um, Mike is pretty outspoken, which is why I love having him on the show. We basically have similar but different points of view about things. So I'm really excited to get into our discussion today about who the leaders are, who the followers are, um, what does it mean to be a leader or a follower in the world, on social, and um, you know what kind of control do we have in our lives and how can we maintain that control or take control of the things that we want to so we can live a fearlessly authentic life because that's what this show is all about. And to me, you know, when I listen to the intro every single week, I, I, I laugh a little bit because I, when I, I hear them say, Jody used to be afraid to take risks. And um, yes, I've overcome taking risks, but there are still things that make me scared. So I don't know if we are ever completely fearless. And we're also going to touch upon what does being authentic mean today as well. But before we get into the show where we will hope that we will educate you, empower you with that, that information you get today and inspire you to spread the love so you can live a fearlessly authentic life. Um, every week I've been sharing with you my experience with Sakara, which is a plant-based company that delivers prepared plant-based meals to your home. And I started after I turned 60 in December. I mean, I'm going to be 61 pretty soon. It seems like this year is going by so fast. And it's really changed the way I feel in my body. And I really like the fact that I'm not consuming as much animal protein. That's just a personal choice. But overall, I feel better. The meals are delicious and nutritious. Um, I really recommend you trying them. I have a code where you can save 20%. It's XOJody to save 20% on your first purchase when you go to sakara.com. That's S-A-K-A-R-A.com. And you don't need to get three meals a day. You can customize everything. And the other thing I wanted to mention today was they have a great metabolism powder that I use in my coffee and in my shakes. So if you need a boost to your metabolism, this is a great product to use as well. So again, it's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A.com. Use my code XOJody to save 20%. And I always need to remember, last thing, Mike, and then we're going to get started. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Fearlessly Authentic on Apple Podcasts. I would love to hear from you. You can reach me on Instagram at Jody Harrison Bauer or email me, Jody at JodyFit.com. Okay, here we go. Hello again, all right. Mike. All right, all right. All right. All right. 
Yes. So good to see you. I'm so glad we do this because now I get to see you once a month at least. That sounds like a good idea. I know. I know. So crazy world, you know, we've all been talking about the uncertainty in this world. But when I think about that, I also think that there's always been uncertainty in the world. Maybe it's more heightened right now, maybe because we're older, maybe because we've lived a little bit more. I wanted to know what you thought about that, because I I tend to say, given the uncertainty in the world these days, but then I think we've always had uncertainty, right? Well, I think that's a convenient excuse for people, things, uh, groups of people to take power. Recording in progress. You know, that's... It's simple because you would never say, oh, due to this, oh, the new normal. Well, it's not normal if it's new normal. It, it actually doesn't make sense, right? Right, right. And, and that's why it, I, I'm trying not to say, given these uncertain times, because it's like you well, said, it's, like, it's go sort back of to like Vietnam. I, I wasn't around then, but I mean, if you read things and people talk about that. Right. You know, the country may have been in the same place with, with, with different circumstances, obviously, but, but th- th- there was the same sort of feelings. I mean, I th- we, you know, we've discussed it before. There's not that many feelings out there. There's a, a bunch of core feelings, and, and we tend to mix them and mash them together to kind of explain to people what we feel. But really, they're all, in essence, the, the, the same feelings, right? There's no, only I- like 10 or 12 actual feelings. Right. I wish I made a list of what those feelings are because I can't remember all of yeah, them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You would have to be a psychologist that, that right. would probably, you know, Right. There's joy, happiness, spot. depression, all of those things, grief, um, just to name a few. I'm sure those are right. But um, one of the things that people are, are feeling these days, and I'll include myself because, you know, I'm a scaredy cat, even though I'm an evolved scaredy cat, that there are there is a lot of fear in the world right now. Absolutely. And given that fear, I know that I look within myself and to people that I trust around me. I'm not talking about on TV or on the radio, although, I mean, there are those people, um, but I look to friends and family for for comfort if I feel fearful, where somebody will say, we're going to be fine, Jody, we're going to be fine. And whoever that person is, you know, usually calms me down, but I'm not running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Don't, don't misunderstand me. Do you have any feelings of fear? All the time. Can you? All sh- the time, especially the last few weeks. Okay. So we're, we're going to get a little political here, but not super political because this is not a political show, but I, it's, it's hard because we have become divisive and the world has become political. But that's the whole point. Right. right. Like that's the whole problem is yes. that politics is some esoteric thing that we make up like, oh, I believe this or I believe that. And, and we live in a, you know, a democratic republic and, and there is a inherent conundrum, right? A democracy right. that's supposed to vote, but a republic that said, well, wait a second. We actually think there should be some power and control over that democratic process. And I don't know, you look at currently it's, it's fear. And then, and, 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 you know, it's unvaxxed, vaxxed. It's, I believe this, I believe that. It's, I'm on Twitter and now I'm a social media personality or I'm on social media. Like, we didn't need the media. We didn't like the media. And now we have social media. And it's like, well, why do I, why, why would I expect to like many of you? Right. Or for that matter, myself, right? 
Right, right. And so we don't always. I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's a jab fest and everybody thinks they're a comedian because, oh, I played the other side or I throw this meme up. And it's like, does that actually do anything? It doesn't, it doesn't move us. It doesn't progress us anywhere. And, you know, we have progressives out there that talk about progressing us, but it doesn't progress us because we don't actually learn anything from anybody. We don't actually help anybody. We just fight these fights and then get pitted on these sides of these coins, like this or that. I'm glad you brought up the not learning because when I do listen to the news and honestly, I listen to all the newscasts because I really want to get a feel for what this what this news station is saying and what this news station is because I feel like that's the only way I can but 80 actually. Per, I mean, eighty percent of them are garbage. Whether right. it's Fox or MBC, MSNBC or CNN, it's, it's garbage. It literally has devolved into that. I mean, there was a time it wasn't where CNN, always it wasn't always no, there, that I mean, way, right? Well, I mean, you can go through like the media. At least, like there was this funnel of the three major networks, and then you brought Fox in, and there was four. Right, but, right. But like CNN made a name for itself covering the Iraq War. In, you know, from what I remember, mm-hmm. right. in a, you know, a non-political way, at least trying to be what seemed to be at the time as, and, you know, I'm sure there's other people that, you know, obviously would say differently, but there's Well, that's such, sort of when cable news came about. I mean, there was like underground cable news. Yeah, but there's such but profit. It, there's such money involved in these situations. How could you think that anybody could be telling the truth? If you look at like Rachel Maddow and you think to yourself, oh, that's where I'm getting my news and she's truthful. How many lunatics have got to be like, you got to be a, a complete like, and, and, and great. If you get to that level, that's good for you. But to, to not think they're narcissistic, and, and especially like a Tucker Carlson. Like Tucker has been in and out of the media for basically his entire life. I had no idea that he was like in his I mean, he was 50s. on MSNBC. I thought he was, he was like, on CNN. He was on I know, Crossfire. I thought he was like in his 30s. And, and yeah, like so he's been, but, but yeah, he's just, been around. Right. And listen, everybody will make their points from time to time. And, and when you look at it, you're like, you know what? Actually, they got a point there. They got a point there. But, but to think that these are the people we're looking at to tell us, oh, hey, you should think like this or you should do this. And it's the same thing with the politicians. Like not one of these politicians, for the most part, represent us. They don't represent the working class. Like take a Nancy Pelosi. Her stock trades are unbelievable. Right. I mean, her husband is buying, you know, all these um, in the money options right before. And like there's a whole... Um, Twitter follower, I, f- I believe it's like Open Outcrier, and he goes through the whole thing of like all these or something, maybe it's, po- I forget, political whales, something like that, mm-hmm. but shows you all these trades that these politicians are doing. And whether it's, you know, um, Pelosi or the other day, somebody like a Rand Paul, which sometimes I agree with, sometimes I right, don't, you know, right. I'm more of a Ron Paul fan, but like, you know, his wife goes out and buys Moderna. It's like, what are you doing? Right. Like, right. are you crazy? Right. And so that's the problem is that who are, who's really leading us? Like if we just looked at the, who's you know, really again, leading us? Like that's who's, a question that'll right. never be answered. Who's really, really leading us? Who are really the leaders? I mean, when you think back to like George Washington, he was leading, you know, when you think about the great leaders, um, I, well, I don't they, think they say they were great leaders. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. All I'm looking at right. nowadays is is what 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 would I want from leadership positions? I don't want 
leadership positions to be dictating, dominating, and and well, controlling. That's a dictatorship, right? Right. Well, right. even if it's not, like I don't want anybody to do that. Well, let's but think from of- a leader, I would want somebody to say, like, look, what happened in Afghanistan today? Like the fact that they're not doing a press briefing today, and that they want to have people sit there and say, oh, we did a great job getting out of Afghanistan. You didn't do a great job getting out of Afghanistan. It was a good idea to get out. There right. is unequivocally better ways to get out than the way we did it. Is that to blame on Biden? I don't know. Is that to blame on Trump if he would have got different? I don't know. There's enough blame for this mess in Afghanistan to go around. But one thing I can tell you is that it doesn't help the Afghan people. The second thing is it completely empowers the Taliban. Secondly, thirdly, the derivative of that is it empowers China. And then the fourth is it hurts us. Well, we we look got like men and women over there and people over there right. giving their lives right. and trying to save people. And who have been and, giving their lives. Right. And, and right. I, anybody's saying that there wasn't a better way to get out, I, I'm sorry, you're not listening to enough sources. And even if you're, in the, even if you're, you're the generals in the army. You really can't tell me this was a good idea. No, I And agree. that's not everybody. I don't right. care what side you're on. I completely agree with you. I think that, and I think most of the people do agree that we needed to get out, but this wasn't the way to do it. And who are we going to blame? Quite honestly, I don't want to spend time on who to blame. Just save the people and let's let's not make this mistake again. But it was a big fat mistake and we but all it go, know but it. We so. did it in Vietnam. We did it in Korea. We, we, do, we constantly do it all the time. And there's reasons where, where Eisenhower says the military industrial complex is something you have to watch. Well, and that goes back to who do we trust and who do we, everything we were going to talk about, the leaders, the followers, who can we trust? What can we control in our life? So well, I hope we, you can trust yourself. That's the first person you should really try and develop to trust. Yes. Who else do you trust besides yourself? I don't know. I, you know, I mean, I trust people around me a lot. Like mm-hmm. I trust all my friends and I don't care what side of the politics or what. Like I try and hang Correct. out with people, right? Good people. Good humans. Where it doesn't matter to me what you think of the policy in Iraq or Afghanistan. Or what. I don't care. Well, do you remember? At the end of the day, can you will, will you protect my kid? Right. Will you you know? Will you help me help others? It seems to me that we forget that as people. Like there was an interesting post on on Facebook, which I don't really go on, but I I saw it. and It was a guy going over a story of when he was a kid and and the climate of Vietnam and what was going on, and then his father's car broke down and some random people helped, and it was just like yeah yeah we forget that like because we, we go on Twitter, we go on Facebook, we go on socials. And we think it's just like, zoom, zoom, zoom. And maybe it is. Like, maybe you take it fun. Like, oh, it's like, uh, who's better, Jordan or LeBron or Bird or Magic or whatever. Okay, so you have those sports debates. But now we're having these political debates where everybody thinks they're a debater. Right? I got to own the other side. Or I got I to gotta win this well, argument. And it's like, what does that what, do for us? Right. That's what bothers me is that this is why when we decided to talk about leaders and followers, I love this subject because Who's leading who? Who's following who? Who's debating who? Why are we debating so much? I mean, at the end of the day, people need to practice kindness. I think almost every single guest I have on my show talks about practicing kindness, whether we're talking about relationships, sex, or business. It's always about kindness, about what you just said, about helping somebody change their tire, helping your neighbor, whatever it is. But we don't have those 
those interactions as often as we used to because we're all on our phones or we're we're behind a screen. And I know yeah. that I sound really old saying that, but it's it's very very true. Um, people but it aren't is true. neighborly. You know it's what I mean? It's been true. It's been but true. It's been true for a long time. I mean, it started with radio, then it's TV. It's like, and now it's social media, and now there's content everywhere, and it's like. And I come from that world. It, you it, do. It's, it makes my money. But at some point, you, you have to moderate these things. And I think when I get into my worst spots mm-hmm. in life, I don't moderate these things. Okay. Or, do you ever? Or, or I get zoned in on one comment and I get that rage or I get that anxiety. And then I like, I don't know. I get, it's, it's not valuable to me because well, I can control that. Well, let me ask you a question. Who do, I know you're pretty active on Twitter. So, right? Or has Yeah, that I mean I, I I mean most of it I used to check out what the stock people are doing. I mean okay. politics tends to run in it, sports, but you know, I, I want to get a gauge of what other people are feeling out there. What are they feeling? Well, different on stocks. I mean, I, on the other side of the the, the 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 world, it's 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 a constant there there is no voice that actually says well, there there's there's minimal voices, but they all have baggage with them. Mm. Right, all these higher ups have baggage with them, and the the climate is just—it's not very nice. You know, well, so much for everybody's worried kindness. about a lot of fear. Right, right. And I get it. Right, but nobody's. I mean, notice how we haven't tried to solve anything with with COVID. We've come up with a a vaccine, right, or whatever it is. Right, but n- nobody's been out there and said, "Hey, maybe we should do this." Now, now you get those ever might. If they're mycin, whatever the word of that is, mm-hmm. how you pronounce it. I'm but not like, even going to try. Yeah, but so, they, and, and so like other, I just saw somebody from Japan, one of their health executives saying that this is something we should try. It's had enough. There's just so much information out there and all of it is coming from slanted sources that nobody believes anything or nobody believes anyone. And it's not just average people. It's the institutions that we thought we believed, which is hilarious to me because I never believed a thing the media said. I never did either. I never really paid attention. So when we're looking for somebody to calm us down, like we were talking about, we looked to friends and families when we feel fearful. So, but we have all these followers on social media. We have followers who are following people in politics and and in, and whatever it is in finance. And then we have, so we have the followers and we have the leaders. So how do, do you, we? I don't know. So <laughs> what does, right. what does it mean to actually be a follower in well, society? I mean, and on, because it's interesting how with social media, we have followers. So what does that mean? Do they just well, love what what it means is what it means, right? Followers. You follow somebody or something. Because you and, like what they have to say. You well, like I don't know. Way. That's up to you. But, but the, right. the, the, probably the textbook definition of followers has something to do with, right? We know leaders and we know followers. So all well, of a sudden we have, we have these things. But, but what's interesting is that on social is you can be a leader and a follower. Everybody thinks they're a leader and everybody follows other people. Right. And so I did look so up. It's really the defin- not 
Oh, I, I did look oh, okay. up the definition of follower and the, the definition of a follower is someone who agrees with the beliefs of others or listens to the lead or commands of another. An example of a follower is a, oh, a devout Catholic who abides with the teachings of the faith. So, right. yes. So we have these followers and I know you said you don't care about, I mean, this is, I think overall, not just in social media, cause you're not really, you don't really do much there except on Twitter, really. Right. You're not like yeah. on Instagram or you don't really do much no. on Facebook. Really. Um, and is that because you don't want to hear the noise? I know for me. Well, I used to on it, Facebook. It, okay. I used to be a noise maker on Facebook back in maybe 08, 9, 10. When, what were you talking about? When the Federal Reserve and the government was bailing out the banks and um, all that stuff was going on. I, I used to get into it with this one guy who I knew who, you know, listen – I just can get the sense out there. It's like, great, you're a textbook, mm-hmm. right? Or you're just spitting what you spit, but you're not listening to really anything I'm saying because you, right now your philosophy is the current philosophy that's going on, right? You, your philosophy, and, and you're not listening to mine. So if, if I think yours isn't working, why don't you peg a hole in my argument, but you're not even listening to it. You're just spitting out the kind of the, the par for the course and, and par for the course hasn't worked. I don't know no. why anybody thinks it has. <laughs> well, that par for the course or bare minimum, it's people want to feel like they're poking holes in your argument, but they're really not. They're not, that's not a debater, a debater. No, it's like, will- but it's just like, listen to what I'm saying. Okay. Right. I believe in a completely different Right, like I believe in the Austrian school of economics, and I believe in this, and I believe that the Federal Reserve shouldn't even be there, and if they're there, they shouldn't do this or that. But you haven't actually took the time to listen to what I'm saying because currently you're the one screwing it up. Like you want to complain about the big banks getting bailed out, you, your way of thinking, Keynesian economics, did that, right? Right. Um, but so we went. I, you know, and I would go on these tirades and then I was like, you know what? I just, I don't have the time or the patience. And now it's, it's kind of the same thing. I'll just throw zingers out there just mm-hmm. to get people. I, and maybe I do it to be a jerk, but I well, really just, I kind of do it to just like get people's goat. And if you don't like what I'm saying, what do I care? No. And I, I really respect that about you. And I like that about you, which is why I like having you on the show because I'm not like that. I won't throw a zinger out there. Um, I don't really, I don't talk about politics on social media at all because I don't feel I'm educated enough on everything that there needs to be talked about or. But no, it is. (laughs) Well, right. Well, right. But I, I know myself well enough. I'm going to talk about the things that I'm an expert on in and talk about those things. So going back to leaders and followers, we, we follow people who we're going to learn from, people we're going to trust, from, people we trust to direct us in what's in, in the right direction based on what's important to us. So the scary thing for me going back to politics is that I don't know because we, as we discussed, you don't know who to trust. That, but, that's my issue is that I, I can't trust anybody. Well, I don't but, think you can. I mean, I think they've proven that, whether it's Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or Mitch McConnell. I mean, look, anybody that thinks Nancy Pelosi is the same person she is when she first started running. And when she first started running, she probably was completely different. 
But yeah, now people change. People change. But, well, yeah, because money and power and all these things, we've developed a system where once you're entrenched, you're entrenched. And now everything is, how do I get the next bit of money to run the next campaign to do the next thing? Now, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Hold that, hold that thought for a second. So I see that happening on social media where you're, you're not really on that much. That mm-hmm. I see when somebody gets a lot of followers, suddenly they're not the same maybe down to earth person they were when they first started the account. Yeah, because they were, somebody's telling them to, to write this, write that. Right. Like right, social media and, used to be social. It's not now. Now there's right. somebody over there writing your social media. It's like read any of Biden's posts. Now Trump, you knew was writing most of his social <laughs> right, media right. because it was insane. It was insane. A lot of right. It. Right. And from personal experience, I know when he was doing it and I know where he was doing it from. And it's the same thing. It's not Twitter. It's Mike the, worked you know on The I mean? Apprentice with Donald Trump. So he knows but Donald then, Trump you know, quite well. I mean, yeah, but, but and, and that's the, the, the dichotomy of differences between what Trump said and what Biden says. One is most of it's not run by somebody, most of Trump's. Now, there was, of course, occasions where they got a hold of it. But on right. Biden's, it's, it's completely somebody else doing it. And, and well, this I, is just not them. But if you I mean, I will, leadership. I, right. I will say this. I mean, it does feel like the Wizard of Oz, that there's somebody behind the curtains pulling the puppet strings. But you they, know. Pull, they either pull the puppet strings or manipulate the puppet strings to go where they want, i.e. one is Biden and one is Trump. Right. Exactly. Because and there's too much on the line for them to, to, to give us anything as people. And then we've become fearful of, of knowledge or the ability, the ability to decipher through knowledge or desi- decipher through all these things and make a distinction about what is and what not and what I should really put into my actual, actual physical life. Right. And, that, and again, that comes down to leadership. If we had a leader that we could trust, and I'm not, I'm not talking about Biden or Trump. I'm oh, just no, talking about, I mean, in general. I'm talking about overall and, you know, who's ever leading, you know, the gas companies and, you know, Voice America, who's ever leading here, we need to trust them. We need to trust the people who are in charge. And that's, that's my issue with a lot of things. And, and in social media, you know, Whoever I'm following, I follow them because I trust their opinion. I trust if whether it's with fitness or relationships or fashion or whatever it may be that I'm interested in, I trust what they have to say based on their expertise and their experience. And I think that's what we're lacking in this world. And I think people are scrambling to find that leader or those leaders that they can really, really trust. But then if you voice your opinion about the leaders that you think you trust, somebody like tries to, you know, take you but down. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe, maybe yeah. there is no leaders and maybe there, maybe there be isn't. Leaders. And, and maybe there shouldn't be these, you know, whether you're in a democracy with a president or a dictatorship with, or a whatever they call it in China, right? Like, yeah, maybe these things actually don't work. And maybe if we didn't have this funnel that leads to the top and these these big power players, which are bigger than the governments, they are. Then we don't get into these scenarios. And it right. you know, but but nobody wants to look at it that way, because if we had to look at it that way, we'd have more individual responsibility to put on ourselves, which is difficult. It is because people, and I've spoken to people, um, you know, I have millennial children and a lot of that generation um, likes to think that they want the government to take care of them. And 
that's where I try to talk about the independence that they need to have so they can control the things that they can control in their life, which is what we're going to talk about when we come back from the break. But that was also derived from a lot of other people coming beforehand that kind of led them there. Like we go down these paths and yeah, we can blame millennials, but it also started here. So it's like, how can, how can, can we discuss something to like get to the next step? Maybe some of this, like I want a libertarian paradise. I don't, I don't want it, but I want people to think of things from, you know, a more, how do I make decisions for myself and how do we compromise? Because right. it's not all one way. Right. Right. There's well, no way, it's no way the best society is one way. I agree. I agree. We are going to finish this discussion in the second half of this show. So we're going to take a quick break. We will be back in a few minutes. Thanks for joining us on Fearlessly Authentic. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Welcome back, everybody. I am here with Mike DiMatteo. We are speaking about um, 
leaders in the world, leaders on social media, followers, what it means to be a leader, what it means to be a follower. And uh, with that, a little bit of fear comes in there. Hey, Mike. Yo. <laughs> um, so one of the things that we really talked about was that at the end of the day, the feelings that we emote is sometimes a lot of fear because we don't have faith in the follow in the leaders and we don't know necessarily who to follow, whether it's on maybe not the big decision to who to follow on social media, but if you are involved in politics or finance, maybe it's that. But for me as a follower looking for leadership, um, I, it's important for me to trust that person. So and right now, it, everything just feels unsettled because, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, these uncertain times, but we've always had uncertain times. So it's always finding that leadership um, that maybe brings us some fear, right? I mean, I don't know if I want to listen to leaders. Because I don't know if I want to listen to anybody, to be honest. Like, I, I mean, I want to listen to people and I want to hear them, but I, I want to make my own decision and decipher from different things. And be able to think about these things. Like I said, do I lean libertarian? Yeah, as a lot of the things that I think are good go, you know, based from there, sure. But I don't think that is just one way to not take some from here and some from here. Like to be so stringent on one thing to think we're going to work with, you know, uh, however many people are in the world, right? Or just in this country or just in your neighborhood or whatever. I mean, it seems kind of ridiculous. But I, the reason I like the libertarian kind of thing is because it's like, I'll take a bunch of stuff and, and I'll make my own decisions. But, but I also understand that making my own decisions happens in with a lot of other people. And so, you know, you, you've got to take into consideration, but only a certain amount of, of stuff needs to come into that decision. Like, Ultimately, you're the one that should be leading yourself and maybe your inner circle or your family, you know, you could be the leader for. But, you know, it's like, do, do, do we need to be led? Like, are we really that short on the person side that we need? I don't think, I, do, I think that's a great question. I don't think we need to, in my opinion, I don't think we need to be led. I think that we need to educate ourselves independently and make our own decisions. Um, my oh, favorite it, is like diets and you, 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 you're familiar with this world, like diets. Yeah. There's 7 million of them. And then the news says one day hot dogs will kill you all. And the next day, well, if you have one hot dog, it's great. Or red wine or this or that. And it's like, oh, Jesus, do and we really at, need another story well, or right. another diet? And you know, from, from, from training people, like the whole idea of a diet is, to kind of, to me, is to crush in one direction to get yourself focused on how do I, how do I stop from the crap that I was doing, the bad stuff, right? Because if you look at it, it's keto, it's, it's South Beach, it's, it's right. the Mediterranean, it's, right. uh, you know, whatever else diet is out there. It's like, oh my God, this is insane. If you go to one direction, chances are you're just going to be a habitual diets follower. Right. And, and if I that's just, you, go ahead. But for well, the most people, obviously most people it's not don't very, do that, right? right? It's not healthy to be a habitual dieter if, you know, we're using that as an example, which is a good example. Um, we, because You're supposed to I, diet. Like diet is to, to, to say, I'm, I'm here and I want to be here or vice versa, right? Like, well, a little plug. Right. It's a not little, a lifestyle. You're, it's not a lifestyle. It's not dieting. 
Right. It's a lifestyle. And that, and as, as a trainer for over 30 years, um, it, it comes down to really the way we live our life too. diets, light, healthy lifestyle, the way we, we love our families, the way we live our lives, that it's consistency and a commitment to living that life that we want to live, the life that we deserve, the life that we desire, the life that I talk about living being fearlessly authentic. So whether it's a diet, and by the way, I'll make a side note about diet, the just keep it simple. As my dad used to say, Jody, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. Do not try to, and I think if we can live our lives like that in this world, keeping it simple, um, there's too many things that are complicating it. And when it, even when we talk about a diet, it's basic. You eat lean protein, you eat leafy greens, you eat complex carbohydrate, portion control, limit your sugar, limit your alcohol consumption, Stay hydrated yeah, doesn't get it done and get enough, enough sleep. That's, get it it. That's the dumb. I should write a book. That's the dumb, dumb diet. I'm sure somebody's already talked about that. But it really, it's like when I hear this crap about all these, just see, now you got me going on this thing. When I hear all the different crappy diets, like I'm not saying keto's crappy or all these other ones, but like it's not a, dieting and being healthy is not a fad. It is a lifestyle and also taking control of your life is Nobody. the way you want to live your life. I, I'm not looking to, for somebody to tell me unless I do need help and then I'll search for an expert. Like nobody calls a vegan diet. Right. <laughs> right, like vegans are vegans. That's, right. that's the way they've chosen to live their life, right? Ex- and- exactly, exactly. And that's, you know, I wanted to talk about the things that we can control and letting go of the things that we can't control. And... I have a hard time. I'm sort of like a um, a fake controller. I go under the radar. People don't really think I'm controlling unless you're married to me or I'm your mother. <laughs> um, and then you realize, oh, or maybe you work with me. I, I don't. I, I when you think of controlling, you think of somebody. In my opinion, somebody who's aggressive. Um, I'm just not an aggressive controller. Oh, I think to see what drives me nuts <laughs> is the other side. What's that? The people that aren't aggressive, because the aggressive people, you know where they stand. It's the passive-aggressive people that drive me insane. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say I'm passive-aggressive. I'm just, I like to be in control. Well, that's, but, but that's passive-aggressive, so it's like, I'm going to no, do No, I am things. not passive-aggressive, Mike. No? You've known me for a long time. You think I'm passive-aggressive? We're going to get... <laughs> no, no, I see, I don't think there's that many, like, I think the, the aggr- aggressive is easy. It's like... Well, yeah, aggressive is easy because right, it's in you know your face. Stand, but the, the passive aggressive happens to be when you actually step out and lead mm. or say something to, to get out in front. They're behind you saying, well, I'm not going to do anything until I blow up. Yeah. Right. And I just sometimes I fear that people can't handle the truth. No, just can't handle certain levels of certain people. And because we're all afraid of what what's going to be said, but what's going to be said is going to be said. But if we can't discuss it, then where does it get us? You know, it's, it's that, that's the problem. It's like, we don't talk. Like when you go on Twitter, like I go on Twitter right now, let's see what's going on here. Right. Like don't go, go on, on Twitter, Twitter in the middle of the show. Well, but I'm saying you go on Twitter and, yeah. and you, you literally feel like it's like, <laughs> it's just like a fight. It's like, right. boom, boom. But, but then you think is like any of these people be it, would they say that to my face or say that to somebody's face? Right. You know, and right. it's like, 
You probably wouldn't because that does, or, or there would be so many fights happening outside, which doesn't really actually happen. You're more assertive than I am in your opinions. And you've always let me know, like with you in our relationship, I've never like misunderstood what, where you were coming from. Right. And you've allowed me that space because I felt comfortable and free to voice my opinion to you also. I like to surround myself with people that I feel comfortable and safe with expressing my feelings. Am I going to go on social media and start talking about something that nobody really cares about? No, but I will discuss it with people who I feel care about what I have to say and will listen and give me feedback, which is why I enjoy our, our conversations. But it's the same thing. It's like, what? And then when you think like, what is a leader? What is a follower? It's like, Maybe that, maybe that doesn't actually matter. You know, maybe we're looking to leaders for a false sense of security that actually isn't there. And I think you're seeing it break at least well, in the I, last I, decade. Right. I think that's what we were saying before is that I don't think we need the leaders. I think that we need to take control and lead our own lives as best as we can. And in that, it's like, what can we control? So, for example, what are the things that you think that you feel in your gut, in your mind, that you can control in your life right now, that nobody else can take that away. Not necessarily nobody could take that away. We hope that. But what are the things that you feel you're in control of? My actions. Okay. That's all I can be in control of because think about it. Like, if I was the puppeteer... I can mm-hmm. control your action. I can control right. this. I can control every action. But you can't do that. Because I don't know. Danielle, I might barge through this door right now. And be like, what's up, dad? Well, what, what was I supposed to do? I can't control that. Right. So m- people might panic. Me, I'd be like, oh, hi. Yeah, this is, da-. right? Like, so it's that, and I, I, I don't know where I get it. It's more, and, and maybe I'm not much of a planner. Because all plans are great until like, right? Tyson used to say, yeah, you got a great plan until you get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. You got a great plan in, uh, of getting out of Afghanistan until, you know, these terrorist organizations do something ridiculous. Right. Right. And so, or whatever, right? Like, so you have a good plan, which is a good foundation, but you need to be completely malleable in that plan to be able to act where you can't control anybody else's actions except for you or your teams. See, what I love about the control is... When in your answer, taking that the only thing you have control of is your actions, because if we take no action, nothing will happen. Nothing will change. It's like the diets. Yeah. I can put together a diet, quote unquote diet. But if nobody takes the action to make the changes in their life, that change in their body will not happen. So I love that answer. Well, the interesting thing about your career is most of the time, what is it? Right. Right. A right. trainer's mo- most of the time it's because somebody is it's got to come to you. Right. I hold them right. I hold right. them accountable. Or they are. Right. But really you would want to have new clients all the time because it's like, all right, you're gone. Get right. out of the nest. You're right. You right. But most of the time we think it's the opposite. There's repeat clients and you hope that they gain. And it's the well, same thing. Well, it's like thing. being a therapist. You just keep seeing the same people over and over for 10 right. years. And it's good they if have you it. change and, and mm-hmm. like you want to go to that person to get something right. out of it. But if it's the same, you know, if you still haven't lost that 10 pounds or that 20 pounds, then that's on you. 
Right. Right. You know, and, and I think and a lot I've, of people... I, listen, I've shot myself a few times this summer, you know, mm-hmm. big time. <laughs> and I'm still trying to figure out how to get out of the messes that I made for myself. Right. Now, so we can, other people's oh, actions were there also, which, you know, most of the time when those situations, it's not just you. But you can only control how you interpret the situation, what your actions do, and... And then apologizing for your stuff, and hopefully it goes well. Well, I, I remember I had something pinned by the the door when my girls used to leave to go to school, and it was something about I, I wish I can remember the quote right now, but it's about taking the actions. It's so it's about taking action, having um, and and being responsible for your own actions, right? And the same thing goes with your reactions. That's why I tend to have a problem. Right. That's why I wanted to bring that up. (laughs) So we can be proactive. We can be reactive. And those are all different ways of taking action. And one of the things that I've always worked on and I've always um, really encouraged my daughters to think about and, and also my clients when it comes to food or exercise, what are the triggers? What's going to make you react the way you used to? Let's change the way we react. And it's not just about food and exercise, but what I love about food and exercise is that it's sort of a metaphor for life. I think that if you can take control and know how you react and be proactive in your your food, your nutrition, and your exercise, that sort of sets the standard for the way you're going to live your life. Because if you feel good and strong and confident in your body, you're going to go out there and maybe feel more confident having a conversation with Mike DiMatteo who might go, boom, hey, I don't, I don't agree with you because of this, this, and this. And maybe you feel stronger and you can react to him the way you want. But we are responsible for our reactions too, which is tough because shit's going to happen like it did in Afghanistan. Shit's I mean, going to always happen. I'm looking at my trading account here. Like I'm on the <laughs> phone like with you before and now I'm on the radio. What, what can I do? Right. right. I can't control that. Like I don't have that much. It's like you can't even see it on here compared to what, right? But the only thing you can do is have a good plan, react, and not be afraid to take a few losses and don't risk so much where it, the loss could be catastrophic to whatever you got. Or if you are going to take big risks because you want to be fearless, know, know what, what is the side effect of the risk right. in anything that we and do. I, like, I mean, last right. month, not so hot right, right, right. I remember when we got off last not week so we were talking about that. And, you know, when I opened up my studio back in 2009, I took a risk. You know, I walked away from you know, from a business that, you know, I was working for somebody else and I was lucky enough that all of my right. clients followed me. Um, but, you know, and then but I think oh, that's a big I think that's a big um, contention point in society. And, and I think you look at it with, with the current like, you know, the, the socialist side or and the capitalist side. Well, uh, we haven't really lived in a capitalism for a while. And the socialists will say, well, we never really lived in the socialism either. Like right. Hitler wasn't socialist. Mao was right. So nobody's ever tried their, their textbook definition of what it is. But, you know, um, I mean, you saw it when, when the government basically shut down the country and all of a sudden they were handing out free money. Um, is that a bad thing? I don't know. From a libertarian perspective, you would think it is. But... Right. Also, like, it was like, you shut down the world. What well, am I supposed to down. do? Right? Right. And so, so, 
but, but the whole idea of taking risks, and some people don't, but some people do before. Like, think of it. Teachers are a funny example, right? People like say, oh, teachers, they, you know, they're, they're not risk takers. And you're like, uh, they kind of are. Because they knew what they wanted to go after and they went after and they're teaching your kids. Right. Right. The risks they're taking is what if they fail? Right. And your kids don't learn anything. Right. Like there's right. I mean, don't you have a teacher that, that you loved when you That's were growing up? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, me too. But, um, but then a business owner goes, well, I take all these risks and I'm, I'm the engine of society. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, you are. But, you know, so is the cop. That's a good cop. Right? No, so I think we all take. I think so there's these. But right. That's what I mean. Like, we don't look at it the same. We go, oh, capitalist, socialist, this, that. And it's like, no, you're both risk takers. Look at risk. What is it? Yeah, what is it? OK, so you didn't take a risk, become a teacher, because if you work for 30 years, you get your pension. Okay, whatever. We all know there's risks in that that they're not telling us about because the pension thing is a whole different right. story. Right. But but the idea is like you did. Some of the teachers I I I I went to school with in college, like my ex-girlfriend, they worked harder than anybody I knew at college while the rest of us were out funneling beers and, right. and shotgun and whatever, right? Like they worked harder. So they did their work up front. So they didn't take as much risk seemingly, but then they did that. The risk was, I'm going to go into this profession right when I get out of college. I got no time to BS and I got to be up in the morning to teach these rugrats, right? Right. Or these high school kids. Like imagine being, imagine being loaded the night before, like I was working on right. some television show and then having to get up and not just listen to kids screaming, but they're screaming at you, but i.e. being a teacher, right? right. And it's and like, I, there's risk. It's the same thing. I, I love that you're talking about that. But I, when I think of a risk, I think of a risk with a big amount to lose. Yeah, but what, what about and, the risk? What about but the reward? Say, I look at the reward. Right, the risk versus the reward. And I'm not saying teachers aren't taking a big risk. So, right, um, no, and I'm just saying that if we look at it, right, I like think if we look at of, risk as a word, right, and how we define it, that it's no different. And, and we're different people, right? Your risk tolerance, your risk level, your uh, success, right? Like these are all different things that it depends on in the person. So how could we ever get on the same page about who takes a bigger risk or who's more important to society? Who, right, who it's all relative. It's very, and that's it's why very I want relative. Less, in general, less control mm-hmm. because we can't control that because you're different than me and I'm different than the next person, right? And I was different... 14 years ago than I am today because of certain things that happened Wait, in my go life. go back and you know? say what you just said, something about risk and control. I, I don't even know what I say. I just, I want less control because the, the risk, you don't know the difference of risk between people, right? I've jumped off a 70 foot bridge. Am I a risk taker? Am I a yeah, risk taker? I mean, for that, okay. yes. But my yes. buddy that was with me would do backflips and gainers and double flips. So all of a sudden, if you compare me to him, I'm a wimp. I'm not a risk taker. All I did was jump off the bridge. Compared me to you, I'm a risk taker because I'm jumping off the bridge. Right. It's just a level of what the deal is, right? Like, so when you look at that, you go, why, why are we arguing so much about so much stuff? You don't know what anybody's been through. I, and I, I don't want more government, right? I'm a libertarian. I want less government. But you right. know what the one position I would kind of make? If we had a national psychologist that wow, was halfway different, that wow. could talk to our people and be like, hey, it's okay. Like, we can all get decently along. And, hey, you know what? These people over here that have been, you know, crapped on a lot for, for a long time. Right. Right? Right. So We need to do a better job of that. 
Yeah, we do. We need, you know, we were talking about at the beginning of the show about practicing kindness, going back to, you know, the simpler things, being kind, keeping it simple, stupid, like just keeping it simple. Everybody has their own level of risk, reward, whatever that's going to be and controlling what you can control. So in your opinion, you can control your actions. And I think that's a really, I think that's key because again, like, because what else are you going to do? If we don't take (laughs) action, if, if I didn't get on the radio today, um, and by the way, I had a nightmare last week that I fell asleep and didn't wake up until four o'clock and I never fear. fall asleep. Until, yeah. So there's the fear. Yeah. Because I used to be driven by fear, but I'm not driven by fear anymore. Well, I think we are. Uh, uh, we all are. It's just how much you suppress it or how much you can handle it or how much you've figured it out. Yeah. I mean, I used to allow it to take over my life and now I don't. So it's, it's the controlling our actions. I love that answer because I think that is absolutely what it is. Your actions, the way we react, the way we are proactive and the way we live our lives. If health and fitness is important to you, if, you know, making a lot of money is important to you, if, Whatever, whatever is important to you, taking those actions. So, but it might not be important to somebody else. So don't forget the end all be all. Correct. Right. Right. And it's just right now. It's just you and I really talking about what's important to us. Because and somebody I, out there might be like, boy, this guy's a real bozo. He has right. no idea what he's talking about. Right. They might I would love to talk to that person. All right. On, so on listen. A, on a discussion level, right? Like if, it's like, hey, so why do you think that? Like it's not some random person calling me an idiot. It's not a problem. Right, because it's just a name, so who cares? Right. But but you know what? It's even, the, the whole thing is like, even if the Biden administration wanted to go out there and say, you know what? We really didn't handle this right. Or Trump did. Trump had it, uh, numerous times he should have said that. But we can't admit we're wrong because then the other side or the fear is the other side will come get you. And so it's this. It's the windshield wiper. And it's like nobody goes anywhere. A good thing that if the rain stops, maybe it's clear, but right, it's just right. this constant. And it's like, oh my God, if we can't admit that this thing was wrong or some of the things that Trump said were wrong, we got problems, bigger problems. Well, it, it, it all goes back. We've got one minute left. It goes back to the leaders, followers, control, everything that we've talked about today. Like who are the leaders? Who are the followers? Who do we want to follow? Who do we want? Who, who's leading? Who's leading what? And what, how are we controlling? So one of the things that, you know, I wanted to ask you because we have one minute. First of all, how can people reach you if they want to have this discussion with you? And it would be fun. I want at to know about Mike it. D, at Mike D3323 on Twitter. Okay, great. Say that one more time. At That's Mike 30. D3323 on Twitter. Okay. And everything Sweet. leads to, everything leads to, we've got 30 seconds. Everything leads to, for me, living a fearlessly authentic life because fear used to be, control me. So what does it mean to you to be fearlessly authentic? You've got about 10 seconds. I miss conversation, be authentic yep. and make your own decisions. Take from all different places. Stop being stringent on one belief because it doesn't work and, and, and do well-rounded stuff and see what you come up with and stop letting fear run. Turn the fear thing off for a second because everybody's be afraid. Everybody is afraid. Don't don't let it control your life and don't be rigid about your thought process. Mike DiMatteo, love you. Thank you again for being unfearlessly authentic. Everybody, thank you for listening in. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Fearlessly Authentic on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.